Y'all, let me tell you, I spent the last few days adulting like crazy. I found adulting to be extremely annoying sometimes because I just don't want to do it. You know, I was driving uh, on my way to the studio one day and then I noticed a rock at my window. Next thing you know, my window's starting to crack. And I'm like, whatever, it's not that big of a crack. It'll be fine. Later when I hop back in my car, the crack has grown and it has grown again. And while I am driving, I am watching it expand. I was actually quite afraid. I was like, oh my God, what if I'm driving and this thing just blows up in my face and all the glass bursts and scars my face up? <laughs> I was literally thinking about what if my face gets scratched up and not anything else? So anyways, I'm like, okay, obviously I gotta go get this fixed. So I book an appointment to get my window fixed. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I've had this done before. I know my insurance will cover it. Get to the place and they say, hey, you have to call ICBC. Now, ICBC is this horrible monopoly company we have in Vancouver, BC. It's an insurance company and they are the only option you have for insurance. So they just run your life. They just run wild with their fees and their rules. There is no competition. You cannot go anywhere else. And apparently I owe ICBC $800. I'm like, how can that be? Oh, well, sir, Mr. Hines, you have two tickets. I'm like, two tickets are $800? I was driving like 10 over the speed limit. Like who doesn't drive 10 over the speed limit? And I was on my way to get my daughter from school that day. And I was running a little bit late because I got stuck behind a train. So I feel like I was doing good works by trying to get my daughter on time. So she wasn't, I have this like fear, like, <laughs> I don't know why it's a fear, but I remember one time I picked up my daughter from school, like 10 minutes late and she was standing outside, like so lost and so confused because I was just never been late before. And seeing that look on her face of just complete, like, where's my dad? I'm like, I never want to see that look on her face again. <laughs> so there's one day I was late, you know, driving to school because there's a train in my neighborhood and if the train catches you, sometimes you could be behind that train for 20 minutes. This is what adulting is, right? Like adulting, there's always these little roadblocks. And anyways, I was a little bit late. So once I got through the train, I started to, you know, I started to hit the gas a little bit on the pedal. And next thing you know, boom, cop gets me. I'm like five, 10 over speed limit, gives me a ticket. Anyways, whatever. Ticket's like 200 bucks. Ah, I'll pay that. But ICBC has this new thing. That's the insurance company. They have this new thing, right? Where when you get a ticket from a police officer, ICBC decides to give you a ticket as well for getting a ticket. Make it make sense. You get a ticket and they're like, you know what? We see you got a ticket. We don't like that you got a ticket. So we're going to give you another ticket on top of that. And we're going to give you some points. And we're going to raise your insurance just because we some big, bad bullies. This is how it is living here in Vancouver, BC, Canada. So whatever. I'm like, Ja, Ja been blessing me lately. I paid $800. Cool. Let's get this window fixed, my brother. The guy helps me out. Okay. We'll take it in. And he schedules someone to drive me back home because they're going to have my car for five, six, seven hours or whatever it may be. And while we're driving, you know, um, me and the guy are talking. He's asking me questions and he's like, what do you do, man? And I'm like, you know, I do like some podcasting, YouTube. And people always seem like curious when I say that because they want to know how you got into it. Like, especially when they hear that it's actually like what I do. Like, it's not like it's a side thing. It's my main thing. And I'm just explaining to him a little bit about my journey. Now, I love having like just real honest 
conversations with strangers in short amount of times. Because the thing I've noticed is people will open up if they feel as if you are willing to listen, if you are listening. And people will open up if they feel as if you are willing to open up. So I'm starting to share a little bit about my life. And then, of course, I throw the ball back at him and I ask a question and ask what he does. Obviously, you know, he works for this company and things like that. But I find out he's a photographer and I'm like, oh, man, bro, let me follow you. You follow me on Instagram. Ray, Ray, Ray. Cool, cool. And then he's talking about how he doesn't get to do photography much. And, you know, it's unfortunate because of the pandemic and, you know, he's just really busy with work. And then. His tonality and the energy in his voice got very um, stagnant. And he was like, you know, it's rough because everything is just the same every single day. And when he said that, I felt him in that moment. Because when everything is the same and we do not see any changes, it's hard to even believe that anything will change. We don't see an exit. We don't see another road. We don't see another path. We simply don't even see opportunity. We look at our life and it's like we've been in the same rhythm, the same momentum for one, two, three, four, five. Who knows how many years could be the exact same people we talk to on a daily basis. We could be eating the same foods every single week, going into work, clocking in at the same time and I know for myself, like I need change constantly. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, like uh, I think between the ages of 16 and 21, I had over 21 jobs. So like do the math, that's like almost five jobs a year. Now, why did I do that? I just need to change all the time. Like you could say I was very unstable. Yeah, but <laughs> I would just get so bored so quick. And obviously I do not recommend to anybody just to quit your, quit your job because you're bored. I was young, you know, I could afford to do that in the sense I still live with my family. Um, I didn't have much responsibilities. I could be irresponsible. But I felt the brother in the car when we were talking and, you know, I try to give a little bit of value back and, you know, told him about bamboo growth, how sometimes we don't feel as if we are growing because we can't see the change. But bamboo grows for five years unnoticed. And then in the last year, it shoots up like no other. And, you know, it's a quick conversation. So I, I wasn't sure if I was able to fully translate the message I had and you know, I find the most value in life in these instances is when two individuals who may not even know each other can exchange ideas, can exchange stories and guaranteed each one will have something to offer the other. Like I always say, each one of us are students and teachers. Like some of us don't believe that we are valid enough to speak and to teach and to share and to simply like give value to others. Like we feel as if we don't have enough experience, but really what it is, is you just don't have the confidence to speak with authority. I think one thing I do really well with this podcast is I speak with authority, right? I don't come on this podcast and say, hey guys, you know, like I think our highest form of nutrition is in our expression. But if you disagree with me, it's okay. You know, it's totally okay if you disagree with me. But I just think sometimes it feels good to create. No, I don't do that, right? I speak with authority. I speak with truth. I speak with what I know is true. And a lot of us know what truth is within us. A lot of us know what we have experienced, but we are afraid to have that authority in our speech, not realizing that you are a teacher, like you have value, my friend. 
that you have experiences that nobody else has had on this planet. And a little bit of authority when you speak will change your life. But most importantly, will also change the life of others as well. Because when you speak with authority, that does something within someone else's spirit. Truth ignites. Because when you speak with truth, somebody receives truth because deep down inside of ourselves, we know truth. Like when you listen to this podcast and you resonate with something deeply, that's because you already know truth within you. So you are hearing something you already know, but I activated what you already felt or knew within you. You may just not have been able to vocalize it to yourself. And sometimes we need other people to reflect that truth back to us. That's why I say, recognize that you are a teacher. You are a student. Each one of us play those roles throughout the day. So I love to have these encounters throughout the day. They are my favorite, just going back and forth. And the brother I could tell was really stuck. And I think this is something that we all experience is we get into these rhythms, these rhythms that have no direction, these rhythms that are moving in a circle, even though a circle is beautiful, right? It's continuous, it's sustainable. But if it's not one that we enjoy, what happens? Well, it starts to deteriorate our spirit. But the thing is, we get into such a rhythm, we get into autopilot mode, we forget how to break that rhythm and add a new step into the mix. You know, when we are kids, like who thinks about our fun? It's our parents, right? Like our parents have come up with ideas like, oh, let's go to Disneyland this year. Or, oh, let's go to the pool this weekend. And of course, sometimes we vocalize, this is something I want to do, mom. This is something I want to do, dad. But our parents are constantly thinking of fun things for us to do. Because if not, what happens? We're just going to be at home sitting on the TV and we're not going to have a good childhood experience. Now, of course, we're not going to be doing things all the time. But I know as a father, like, I feel so bad when a week goes by and I didn't like do something really fun with my daughter. Like I am telling you, being a parent is like so stressful. <laughs> now, for me, it's not stressful because my daughter, my daughter is so easy. Like she is just like me. It's so weird. It is so weird. And I'm not just saying that as a over prideful dad who's like my kid is like me of course she's her own being and she's her own woman now she's becoming a woman yeah she's still very young but she has this authority within her as well but when i don't do something like special with her or if i don't even cook the right meals like if i you know make some fries and you know i did a little bit of like chicken shifts for her because you know she's a kid she don't eat as healthy as i do you know i'm trying i'm trying but when I do make something like that, I'm telling y'all, I'll go to sleep like angry at myself and damn near frustration, tears, like you're a horrible father. <laughs> like we do that to ourselves, don't we? Like we unnecessarily just rip into ourselves when it's not that big of a deal. You understand? Like I could easily just say to myself, Heinz, you know, it's been a long day. It was a long day today and you didn't have much time and you did the best you can. And you know, tomorrow come up with a new recipe or try to introduce a new food. Instead, I'm like, you're a horrible dad. <laughs> but we do that to ourselves. That's why I am big on grace. You understand? Of course, we have to be hard on ourselves at time and have that discipline and challenge ourselves and 
you know, put pressure on ourselves so, so we can form into the gem and the diamond that we are. Because I always say the gem, the diamond is already within us. And through life, we are simply carving that diamond out. But grace is necessary. So when we were kids, like a lot of the thinking, you know, our, our parents took care of it. And then as we get to adulting, <laughs> like we think adulting is just the things we have to do, our responsibilities to work and, you know, the bills and the cleaning. But we forget adulting actually, there's a beautiful side of adulting, but we are responsible for pleasuring our spirit. We are responsible for raising our vibration. We are responsible to make sure that we add that two-step to our rhythm, that we are making sure that we are dancing with life and we are not moving in autopilot because a lot of us have been in autopilot. Every day feels the same. And at first it works, but over time, the spirit needs a shift. The spirit needs some spice, you understand? Like it needs a little bit of more vibes throughout the day. Like how much pleasure, how much love, how much fun, how much we live life isn't based on our parents, isn't based on societies. It's actually based on ours, regardless of what we believe, regardless of how much we think we are being oppressed or we, are, we think that society is holding us down or putting us into a cage. We still live in the best time, I believe, to be a human being. Yeah, we have a lot of challenges, but we live in a time where you can go and make a million dollars in two years online. I know a woman who made a million dollars off of how to take Instagram selfies in a digital course. Please tell me another time in history where a woman can make a million dollars in a year from Instagram photos. Amazing. But now money doesn't have everything to do with it. No, not at all. When I was talking to this brother, when we were driving together, sharing ideas, he wasn't even talking about money. He was just talking about the fact that he doesn't have the time to do as much photography or he doesn't have the time to explore new things. But I think this is a limited belief. You understand? I think this is a limited belief. Yes, we may have limitations, right? We have limitations. But through my life, I have learned, reflecting back in hindsight, of course, that my limitations were the very tools that were carving me when I decided to work through my limitations. So when I didn't have a lot of time, like I remember a year and a half ago, two years ago, I worked for a company and I tell you, I was producing so much content for them. I had barely any time for myself. So I told myself once I once I got sick, of not doing something for my spirit, not adding a new two-step into my rhythm because I was in this mundane routine. I was in autopilot. I was making money, but I was just going. I was waking up every day doing the exact same thing and I wasn't doing anything that was fueling me. And I made a crazy decision. I went on YouTube and I haven't posted in six months at this time. And I said, hey, I'm gonna make a video every single day for I don't know how long, the next month at least. And I made a video every single day. And I only had 30 minutes to an hour. Now, normally before that, the videos I was used to making took me like 10 to 20 hours. So I told myself, I, I have to make a video within an hour. So that's when I started doing podcast videos. 
Hmm, interesting. The thing I am doing now, the thing that is changing my life, is the very thing that sprouted through a limitation, through a space in my life where I was frustrated, I was on autopilot, I didn't see any opportunities, I didn't see any direction to go. You know, I remember I actually told myself at one point I was so busy and I was losing confidence in myself and I told myself, hey man, maybe I'm just supposed to continue to shoot up for other people right now. You know, maybe I'm supposed to just be good at that. I'm really good at that. That wasn't what my spirit wanted. That was just my flesh having a lack of foresight in that moment. My flesh feeling the weight of the world and feeling a burden and being tired of being in the autopilot mode as if I'm on a conveyor belt in a warehouse and accepting what is. You see, sometimes we think the life that we're living, this is all it's ever going to be. We look around and we see other people doing amazing things and we're like, yeah, maybe that was for them, but my life is, it's just this. There's nothing else. I understand? But that's not true. The only difference is we are adulting. <laughs> it's nobody else's responsibility to add that next step into our rhythm and to spice our day up and to create the opportunities, but most of all, find ways to lift our spirit, you understand? Because when we lift ourselves in a higher vibration, I believe we attract the opportunities to us. You know, one of my gifts, and I think I'm gonna talk about this in a podcast later this week, is I have this ability to pull things to me that I want, like, a magnetic force let it be opportunities people like I, can, I have this ability to pull it right into me right but i think it starts with our vibration i think it starts with how we feel right it's very important to feel the abundance even when we are in that space where we are lacking when we don't see many options or opportunities like if you are stuck, but you say to yourself, anything can happen. I say that to, I say that to myself all the time. Let me tell you, um, December was a really hard month for me. I was experiencing a lot of hardships. And I remember I said to myself, my life could change in the next couple months. Even though I was experiencing so many hardships, I can't even share some of them with you. I thought I was going to lose almost everything. I said, anything could happen any day now. And something did. A lot happened and a lot is happening. I always hold that belief that anything could happen any single day. So no matter how stuck I am, no matter how much I feel I am in some boring routine, autopilot mode. I don't see many options or opportunities or whatever it may be. I've always told myself throughout my whole life, anything could happen at any moment because I believe in the magic of life. I believe that uncertainty is opportunity. 
And regardless, I will adult. Adulting 101, as much as we take care of our responsibilities and the things that our flesh needs, adulting is also a part of taking care of our spirit. And our spirit needs faith. Our spirit wants to know that we still believe in the things we cannot see. Because can we see our spirit? No. You can see your body. You can see your flesh. But that intelligence, that gifted being within your body, now it's all attached, yes. But you do have a spirit. You have a soul. Can you see it? No. You can see the expressions of it. You can see the light of it. But you can't actually see the spirit. So our spirit wants to know that even though we cannot see where we are going, that we can still feel we are going somewhere. That is what is important, my friend. Believing in the abundance, even when it's not around you. That is true faith. God rewards that. That's just like a natural law. You understand? So I pray and I send blessings to that brother, you know, May never see him again. Probably won't. But for some reason, I feel like I'm going to just meditate for a moment today and pray and ask to open up a road for him. A road that allows him to express himself and get out of that routine where he's feeling stuck. Because I know a lot of us are there. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing when we can wish the best for it the people around us, even the people we don't know, even the Uber driver that takes you to work today. You know, I challenge you, if you don't do this already, is to open up to those serendipity moments. Did I say that right? Serendipity? Serendip? I don't know. (laughs) But those moments where you have a little bit of time with a stranger and see if there's an opportunity to listen Or see if there's an opportunity to speak with authority from truth. Because maybe in that moment, you have something to offer. And you could add a two-step to someone else's rhythm. You understand? You are a student. You are a teacher. Believe in that. Believe in your power and know. (laughs) We are adulting. We are creating our lives now. And you don't know in hindsight, everything going to be all right. That's a vibe thing. And we powered by. Yeah, man. <laughs>